actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 today. While I love America and believe our current 911 system is pretty spot on, believe it or not, we weren't the first to have an emergency telephone system like that. The first emergency telephone number system to be deployed anywhere in the world was in London on June 30th, 1937, using the number 999. This was followed by Glasgow in 1938, then Birmingham, Bristol, Edinburgh, Liverpool, or should I say, Liverpool, Manchester, and Newcastle in 1946. By 1976, all telephone exchanges in Britain had been automated, which allowed the 911 service to become fully-fledged nationwide. The 999 system was introduced following a public outcry after a fire on Wimpole Street in London in 1935, in which five women were killed. A neighbor tried to call the fire brigade, but was held in a queue by the telephone exchange. This delay prompted the government to investigate ways to improve the emergency response system. The original 999 system was very simple. When someone dialed 999, a buzzer sounded and a red light flashed in the telephone exchange. The operator would then answer the call and connect the caller to the appropriate emergency service. Today, the 999 system operates nearly identically to what we are used to here in America. A phone call comes in and is routed to the closest agency and calls for service are sent from dispatch to the appropriate units and BAM helps on the way. I'm hoping with all the thinly veiled mystery I've thrown out here that you figured out that I'll be doing a 999 call in this episode. Come on, it's not like I use some overly clever name for the title. Welcome back to Music City 911. Wallingford is a market town in the South Oxfordshire district of Oxfordshire, England. It's situated on the River Thames, about 11 miles south of Oxford and 17 miles north of Newbury. Wallingford has a population of around 11,000 people. The town has a rich history dating back to the Anglo-Saxon period. It was mentioned in the Domesday Book of 1086 and was granted a royal charter by King Edward I in 1274. Wallingford was a major fortified town 
and its castle ruins are still visible today. The town was also an important center for trade and commerce in the Middle Ages. It was a major crossing point on the river and was home to a thriving market. Wallingford's market is still held today and is a popular attraction for visitors and locals alike. Other reasons for visiting the town are the Wallingford Castle ruins, the Wallingford Museum, the Riverside Walk, and the Wallingford Lido, an open-air swimming pool that's open during the summer months. As you can tell, for the most part, the town of Wallingford is a small and quiet place to live and visit. But recently, it certainly wasn't quiet for a resident named Katie. The town wasn't ready for what happened on August 30th, 2022. Katie Chalk grew up in Wallingford and attended St. Nicholas Primary School, Fir Tree Junior School, and Wallingford Secondary School. After school, she worked in a convenience store for several years. She left her job there at Londa's convenience store and went to work as a full-time care assistant at Westgate House Care Home. During a night out on the town in Reading, Katie met a younger man named Mihai. Mihai was born in Romania and was living in England in a cramped apartment with 10 other people and was working in a car wash. Shortly after meeting and developing a relationship, the two moved in together in her flat shortly after the Christmas holiday. After moving in with Katie, Mihai had a variety of jobs working at a Tesco distribution center, a honey factory, and in a kitchen at a retirement home. While working at the nursing home, there was suspicion of an affair with another staff member. After being confronted about the affair, Mihai was forced out of Katie's flat for a while, but later moved back in. Katie's mother didn't like the move and remarked, saying, It's up to you, but a leopard never changes its spots. The pair married in 2017, but the problems continued. Mihai had drinking and substance abuse problems. Arguments, fights, and even worse were seemingly commonplace in the relationship. Mihai was arrested at one point after a fight with Katie after she confronted him about cheating, and he hit her and jumped on top of her. In self-defense, she grabbed him by the throat. Later in the same month, after an all-day and all-night drinking marathon, he threatened her with a knife. He was arrested, but prosecution wasn't pursued and he was set free. At a different time, he had threatened to petrol bomb Katie's mother's house. Overall, Mihai seemed like he was a very unstable man, and he had an even worse past. When he was just 16 years old in 2010, Mihai broke into the home of a 78-year-old woman and held her at knife point while he raped her. He did very little jail time for that, as he was out and partying when he and Katie met just a few years later. Despite all these problems, the couple continued to stay together. Mia's drug and alcohol problems continued. To celebrate their fifth wedding anniversary, the two decided to get a hotel room in Burnmouth. While Katie was back in their room, Mihai decided he wanted to go out and party some more without Katie with some staff at the hotel bar. Late on a Saturday night on their weekend away, text messages were being sent by Katie. One read, Go and enjoy yourself, Mihai. I'm done with you. And another said, 
this is meant to be our family holiday, not you drinking with the staff. She followed that one up with, as far as I'm concerned, you're single. You can do what you want. Further messages that night said, I just want to go to sleep, but no, I have to wait for you, you selfish man. You only think about yourself. And finally that night, she wrote, the minute we get back to Wallingford, our marriage is well and truly over. After arriving back to their hometown, things seemed like they may have got back to an acceptable level with the two, with them attending a family barbecue at Katie's mother's house. Everything on the outside seemed fine. But the next day, things took a huge turn for the worse. A 999 call was placed from their flat there in Wallingford. It's a very long call at nearly 20 minutes. Lots of specific details regarding the location, the crime itself, and the mentality of the caller are included. So without any edits, I'm going to play the call out in its entirety. Please try to pay attention to all the details listed in the call. Police emergency, go ahead. Hello, I think I killed my wife. You think you've killed your wife? Yeah. Okay, what's your postcode, please? 0X7-0DZ. 0X7? 0X10. 0X10? 0DZ. 0DZ, thank you. Your house name or number there, please? Block 1, number 37. 37. Okay, what makes you think you've killed her? I stabbed her. You stabbed her? Yeah. Okay. Are you are you in a flat number there? Yeah. What flat number are you? Number thirty seven, flat one. Flat one, yeah? Okay. Yeah. What's your name please? Mihai. Stay on the phone for me, hi. What's your surname? Urmuzimia. Thank you. Where have you stabbed your wife? All over the place. Okay. Where is she? Is she in, in the flat? She's on the floor. What have you stabbed her with? A knife. What room is she in at the flat? In the same room. Stay on the phone for me, hi, okay. Alright. Can I get some help out there? We're going to get some help out there, okay? What's your wife's name? How do I spell that slowly, please? Say that again, please. Hello? Can you still hear me? Can you still hear me? Yeah. How do I spell your wife's name? Katie. Katie, yeah? Yeah. Okay. What's her date of birth? 18th of October, 81. 18th of October, 20. Sorry. 24th of December, 81. Thank you. Yeah. I need to be locked up, man. I'm crazy. Okay, we're going to get some help out My there, too. My head told me to do something. I've done it. Okay. Have you had to report her missing to the police? Okay, now. It's coming, yeah? We're going to get some help out here. I want you to stay on the phone with me until we get there, though, with me. Hi, is that okay? Yeah. Excellent, thank you. Why has this happened tonight? I don't know, I'm just, I've got mental problems. Have you been diagnosed with anything? Yeah, depression. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So you stabbed her with a knife? Yeah, two knives actually. Okay, and what type of knives are they? Kitchen knives. Where are those knives at the moment? 
Uh, in the flat. I haven't got none on me. Okay. Is there anyone else in the house with you? No. You don't have any children together or anything like that? Sure, somebody here with my mum's. My mother in law. Okay. So you have a son together, but he is not with you at the moment? No. This has happened because um, because you you're suffering from depression. Is that right? Yeah, I got mental health problems really bad. Okay. Can you tell me whether she's um, still breathing? I don't know. I don't want to go near her. You don't want to go near her. Okay. Uh. What room are you in? Um, t just tell me again which room she's in. Um, the hallway, sorry. Okay, what I need to ask you, okay, is whether um, you're going to be a danger to any of my officers that are going to be coming out to see you. No. No, I need help. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to get you some help. I'm going to arrange that for you. I'm okay. Towel. I just had a shower. So say again. I just had a shower. You just had a shower, have you? Okay. I just need you to tell me where those knives are. They're not on you one at the moment, the are they? One knife is in the kitchen, yeah. One is in the kitchen. I don't know where. Okay. Say in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. So you had a shower since you stabbed her, is that right? Yeah. You say you stabbed her all over her body? Yeah, in the neck maybe. So we're, gonna, we're organising help for you, okay? And they're they're coming get, out. They're coming out already, okay? Um, do you have, they're going to come there as soon as they can, all right, Mayhai? So they're going to be okay. with you as soon as you can. But I'm going to stay with you until we get there, okay? Yeah, I just want to stop suffering, you know? You want to do what, sorry? I just want to stop suffering. She's been through a lot. You've been going through a lot, have you? Yeah, she has as well. She has as well? What sort of things has she been going through? She's been beaten by a dog a couple of years ago. Bitten by? Bitten by a dog. So she got bitten by a dog a couple of years ago? Yeah. And how's that been affecting her? Badly. And is that mentally or...? All of it, yeah. Mentally, physically. Was she badly bitten, was she? Yeah. Where was she bitten? Um, all over her legs. All over her legs, okay. Yeah. And when she goes to Birmingham, she's 
say, we're coming to you on our fastest grading, so we're going to be with you as soon as we can, alright? Uh, just confirm just confirm again, um, the reason why you've done this is because you think that um, you've been having issues with your mental health, yeah? Yeah. Have you, have you been receiving any assistance with that at all? I've taken tablets with it. Shit. Okay. Um, and is that prescribed to you by the doctor, is it? Yeah. And have you been taking those meds? I have to ask you, you said you, said you obviously had a shower, okay? Yeah. Um, where are the clothes that you had on whilst you were... I just had the pillow box, just stay in the bathroom. Stay in the bathroom, okay. So you were just wearing boxes when this happened, yeah? Yeah, so I just had a drink. Okay. Have you hurt yourself at all, uh, Mihai? Yeah, no. No, good, okay. I don't want no one fucking coming with guns. Okay. Well, so long as you're, so long as you cooperate with them and open the door n nicely, okay, and yeah. tell it, tell us where she is, um, then, that, then you know there won't be any need for that, will there? Okay. Have you put any clothes on, or are you naked now? I've got a towel on. You got a towel on, okay. I've asked my doctor before, just come my brain, so he didn't want to. You've asked your doctor what, sorry? Well, the head's kind, you know. Okay. I told him my head is wrong, but he didn't want to know. Really? Yep. Yeah. Really, this country. And say that again? It's crazy. But you say that they didn't want to know, but they've obviously put you on meds, haven't they, for the way yeah, that you're feeling? Yeah, for depression, but I've got something worse with my head. What are you doing at the moment? Uh, he's taking some tablets. You're taking some tablets? Why are you wanting to do that? Pardon? Why are you taking tablets at the moment? Just my head told me what to do. Okay, how many, what tablets are they? Hetrolin. Hetrolin? Hetrolin, yeah. How do I spell that? C-E-R. Yep. C-E-R-L-I-N-E. Thank you. And how many of those are you meant to take per day? One. Okay, and how many have you taken? Uh, all of them. And how many is that, please? Uh, please stop on the door for them. Are the police there? Not yet, but I've opened the door already. Okay. I need you to tell me how many you've had of those cetrolins. Uh, there's, uh, 28 tablets. I reckon I got about, I took about 26. Okay. Thanks for being honest with me, I appreciate that. That's okay. I told you my brain's wrong. There's a lot of blood in the hallway. There's a lot of blood in the hallway, is there? Yeah. Okay. And if I look at it. That's okay. Well, just stay where you are then, okay? Um, you said that the front door's open, is it? Yeah. Well, the main one, I don't know if it's open. Okay. Then how are they going to get into the... As it, obviously, you've got flats, flats there. Uh, how, the main door and then walk to number one. Okay. So the, the, the front door of the flats is accessible, is it? Yeah, but the thing is, if the window's open, you can put your hand through it and open it. I see. Okay. Yeah, if not, I'll let it buzz him in.
I just like blacked out. Yeah? Like my head was like, boom. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it, 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 is that when you uh, were doing it, you kind of blocked out, blacked out, is that right? Yeah, it's like, do this and I can't control, like... That's why I went to the doctor, I said I need more help, I need a brain scan, you know, because I was... Yeah. When I was little, I'd been raped, you know? You were raped when you were little? Yeah, by my cousins. Oh, right, okay. Was that ever reported to the police? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I was raped again. I never got help. And then I was beaten, I hit my head. I was hitting my head. And never had it checked, you know, and I think it all come back to me. Right. But I never spoke about it. No. Okay, and did you ever, you didn't ever speak to anyone? No. No. And I was embarrassed. How, oh, really? You, even the GP? They doesn't know nothing, no. Right. Did you say that you have um, opened your flat front door, have you? Yeah. They should know what it is. Okay. I appreciate you opening the front door, it's very helpful, thank you. That's okay, I just want to fucking punish for what I did. Well, we're going to be coming there to, to, to assist the situation, okay? Yeah. Are they there? Are they here yet? Uh, I think we're about two or three minutes away, so we're not very far away at all. They're going to come with guns in, are they? They don't need to, do they? You, you told me that you're not going to be a danger to anybody, didn't no, you? No, 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 I just don't want that. No, I understand that. It's scary. Obviously, based on what you've told us, you know, yeah. the, we're going to be looking um, to speak to or try and uh, get to Kate first, okay, but we will also deal with you as myself, as, uh, deal with you as well, okay, we'll speak to you, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll take it as we need to from there, okay? Yeah, I've tried, because I've just come out from holiday, I've tried to kill, kill myself on Saturday night, no, yeah, Saturday night. Did you go into hospital for that? No, I just, because we were in Bournemouth, I just ran into the sea. You ran into the sea? Yeah, and someone saw me and dragged me back out. I have tried to kill myself before, but... Have you taken the cetrolin as a result of trying to do that now? No, I've just taken it because that's how I felt. Right, okay. So you don't feel suicidal right now, no? I feel numb. You feel numb? Like my head is fucking everywhere. Well, what's your name, sir? Of course you can. Yeah, my name's Dan. Dan? Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Sort of. As I say, we're going to be there very shortly, okay? That's okay. I'm just going to have a look on the map now to see where, where we are. Give me one moment, alright. I'm looking at the cameras anyway. Yeah? I've got cameras, yeah. Okay. And you said that you're happy to buzz officers in it when they arrive, yeah? Yeah, I'll just do whatever they want. feel so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that I get that. You know, it's not, um, you recognise what you've done, don't you? Sort of, and I don't. Hmm. I know I've done it. Yeah. 
Jonathan Boy. Boy, you, my you, head like that, you know. You, you don't understand up. why you've done it, is that what you're saying? Yeah. But uh, sometimes my head says to me to do stupid shit, but... Yeah. Sometimes I can control it, sometimes I don't. Okay. So when we get there, we're going to be... Uh, things are going to move quite quickly, okay? Yeah. Uh, as I say, I just don't want you to be a danger to it, to yourself or anyone else that's I'm there. not a danger to anyone. Okay. Well, I am, obviously, to my wife, but... Mm. But... Sometimes uh, my head tells me to, like, what would happen if I put the cat in the microwave, you know? Really? Yeah, and then I say, oh, fuck off, you know, don't do that. So is it, is it voices that you that you hear, is it? Or? It's a lot of stuff, like, sometimes it's voices, sometimes it's just thoughts, and I think I can see the police. You think you can see the police? Yeah, I can see them, yeah. I just want you to wait where you are for the time being. I'm on the sofa. You're on the sofa? Yeah. And you're happy to comply with officers, yeah? Yes, sir. One, two, three, two cars. Okay, as I say, what you're reporting obviously is quite serious, isn't it? So, uh, we've got a few cars coming, and yeah, they're going to be obviously there very shortly now. Um, so, yeah. they need to come on the alleyway, they're going to the wrong flat. Okay. Yeah, we're going to work out that shortly, okay? Um, yeah, it's, it's possible that they may need you to come outside. Um, so, just Listen to listen to what's being said. If I ask you to do something, um, then yeah, you not to shout to this my neighbours. Okay. No, no, no. I already said I'm coming out. Okay. Yeah, again, you, you're just still sitting on the sofa at the moment, are you? Yeah. yeah. There is no light in the hallway, so I can put the light on for them. Say again. So the light in the hallway is turned off. I can put it on for them as well. Ah, no, just sit, sit where you are for the time being. Right. Okay. I've got a dog as well. You've got a dog? Yeah, but he's not dangerous. Where's, where is the dog at the moment? He's in the bed in front of me. And what type of dog is it? It's up a simple carrier. But he's still okay. And that's in the bedroom? No, he's here with me in the bedroom. Oh, okay. Sat next to you? I can call him next to me if you want to call him. <laughs> So he doesn't go to them. Yeah, if you could, just keep him under control just while officers arrive, okay? Yeah. What, what was he, he doing? He just, went, he just went past my flat, one of them. Okay, well, we're coming to... We there's are no, there's no gate at the back. Okay, we'll be with you very shortly, you okay? Come in. Do you want me to buy them in? Wait, wait for me for the time being. Okay. How, coming in now. How do you think the dog will be when officers go in? He's alright, yeah. Yeah. No danger. So do you want me to blow him in? He's waiting at the door. Wait just a minute, okay. Okay. Hello? I'm still here. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting to see if, if I get any instructions to pass to you, alright? Okay. You said that front, your flat door's open, isn't it, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You're still... You're going to be... I'm on the sofa. Okay. I think they're about to call you, okay? So, um, they're probably going to call out... No, no, they're going to call out to you. They're going to call out to you. Can you go to the door for me? 
Well, yeah, can you go to the door and answer, uh, go to the front door for me of your flat? Hold on. Hello. 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 Hello, I'm on the bother. Yeah. Okay. Alright, I'm just walking outside there. Thank you. Stay on the phone to me. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this call Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, call cool. Hi, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with him. Thank, Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. This eerily calm suspect had, in fact, killed his wife. The details of what he did, though, are beyond shocking. Mihai called the 999 operator and immediately confessed to murder. As the call winds on, we find out the victim's name and his method of murder. His choice was stabbing her. Also during the call, we find that he says he stabbed her all over. That phrase was an understatement. He also made mention that he tried to kill himself, and this was sort of confirmed by others during his trial. But this was during his drunken night there in Burnmouth when he ended up on the beach removing all of his clothing and thrashing around in the water. It likely was just simply him having a good time in the sea. The night of the murder, police arrived on the scene and ordered Mihai outside via loudspeaker system. He walked outside wearing just a blue towel. He complied with what police were saying by going down on his knees and putting his hands behind his back. He was taken into custody and arrested under suspicion of murder. Before being taken to the police station, police started looking around inside the flat. Once they got inside, they found an incredibly bloody scene. They found Katie with stab wounds all over her body, but mainly concentrated around her head and neck area. Defensive wounds on her hands and arms were there as well, some of which were entry and exit wounds meaning the knife had completely gone through her arm. Mihai used two knives during the attack, and used them he did. In total, doctors in this trial counted 171 stab or cut wounds on Katie's body. The two knives likely indicates he paused at some point to switch from one blade to the next. And to have the energy to do all this, most people would have ran out of steam. He was able to do so probably from him taking cocaine, two full grams of cocaine. If the details of the crime itself aren't shocking enough, he didn't call police directly after the murder. He actually sat on his couch and watched some TV afterwards. Then he decided to take a shower. Mihai was convicted of murder and was given a life sentence with, in British terms, a 21-year tariff, meaning that he will serve at least 21 years. My hope is that he remains in prison the rest of his life. Thank you all for listening to this episode. While looking up various details of this incident, 
I managed to stumble upon several other 999 calls that definitely should be played on the show. So this episode will be followed up next week with a part two. Definitely be looking for that. Also, something else to look for. If you're not a member over at Patreon, you should try that out for sure. Two bonus mini episodes have been recently added, with the latest being a follow-up to a previous episode, and this one was about some absolute craziness involving a guy with a chainsaw. Patreon.com slash MusicCity911 is where you'll find that. Be sure to continue with the five-star ratings and reviews, and follow the show on all social media, especially the Facebook podcast group. That's where I hang out most often. You should join up there so we can further discuss this case as well as others. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.